Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye? You'll find out in DG247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a roof? And what's the best game where you battle the Pope? Like I said, you will find out in this your podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a very specific category. For example, this week, we're looking for the best game with the worst difficulty spike. Uh, In video games, as in life, sometimes after you've been coasting along at a comfortable skill level, something comes up that shatters the false sense of security you've lulled yourself into. Like, for example, trying to kill General Ram at the end of Gears of War, or escaping games media entirely until your old boss drafts you back into the fold to host his new podcast. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of which... (laughs) I am joined by Tom Ory. Hello. Um, I just forgot for a second this was a video. I was just staring into space. And I remembered, oh, this is on camera now. Yeah, it's on camera now. Oh, that was your idea as well. So you should be like yeah. quite quite hop, hopped up for this. Hopped up, is that the Very, right term? Uh, no. We're also joined by uh, James Belcliffe and uh, Sharif Said. I Hello. think you guys are kind of like tussling in the leaderboard all you're always like nipping at each other's heels tussling is the right word yeah (laughs) Uh, because uh like for a while you were both on an undefeated streak james you 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 have been defeated a few times now i think i lost the first episode i was on it's only sharif that has like got the, the the absolute primo primo record i think have you ever lost sharif no unbelievable wow, is that gonna be go. today yeah i think so right okay maybe today will be the day where football manager makes a triumphant oh. comeback <laughs> we could only hope <laughs> all right okay so uh the worst game uh so the best game sorry with the worst difficulty spike um i think we've all got a personal one of these i think first of all i want to hear from sharif Ooh, what have you okay. got for us? Uh, so a lot of pressure on this moment. When I, <laughs> when I was thinking about this, uh, uh, it may not surprise you to learn that a lot of the examples that came to mind were from software and Souls games. Unbelievable. Uh, and I thought, like, a, I've played the From Software card maybe a little too many times, mm-hmm. a few too many times, uh, and b. Not to say that these games are niche, but the understood sort of perception is that they're all difficult games. So it's not going to be a great argument for me to say, ah, oh, but this level is actually significantly more difficult in the grand scheme. Yeah. So I, I ab- abandoned that idea. So instead, I am choosing to pick a mission from the classic Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Uh, this is the favela mission. Uh, it's called Takedown in the game. That mission is the fifth mission in the game. It is preceded by the shock value card of no Russian. So effectively, if you're not shooting civilians in that airport, uh, you're party to the shooting that happens. So it's very, let's call it, not mechanically intensive, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Until you get the very end and you shoot shoot the cops, but you're way overpowered, it's not going to be a problem. And then you're shot at the end of that, and then every single mission before that is the classic Call of Duty spectacle thing, where it's like, we're going to do something cool 
and then we're going to have a couple tense moments, but nothing really super intensive. You know, you, you play the 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 mission in the snow cliffhanger with the heartbeat monitors, and it's like, oh, yeah, look at your heartbeat monitors. On your, what, I, don't, I remember things at soap in in that one. Yeah, uh, I thought yeah. we were there then. That impression was so good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then the first mission of the game is the rah rah. America's got superior weaponry. Look at all these guys running out in the open in the sort of riverbed thing that you're shooting at them. So it's very much like spectacle, gimmick thing after gimmick thing. And then you get shot in the face at the end of No Russian, and it's almost like the real game begins here. Like it, it's the end of, of the first act of the game. And the favela mission, if you don't remember, is the favela section of that mission is basically like quickly after it starts. Like it starts as like a car accident happens, you chase someone, and that someone runs into the favela. And this is where the difficulty spike is like goes from like, Santa Call of Duty, you were just having fun here. Oh, maybe maybe you made too many enemies here. I cannot forget the opening section of that favela. It's like an open field, and then enemies pop up from the windows, over the rooftops. They uh, open the door slightly and shoot outside, like they position their weapon outside to oh, shoot you, yeah. and you don't see them. And a bunch of grenades come at you, and you're like, oh my god! I just, I am in the open, like, give me a second. And so for the, pretty much that entire section, I have died in it, like, no more than I have died in any Call of Duty campaign mission ever. Yeah. Uh, even on, on low difficulties, I like to play on harder difficulties. And if there was ever a mission that I would lo lower it for, it would be that. Uh, and it's just yeah. the game uh, basically bathing in the light of all of these different AI uh, like it's the game gloating about how many AI can cram into a single area and how many peaky holes they can be shooting you from with superior accuracy. And you yeah, just yeah. You're like, what, what the hell was going on? Uh, and like the way they kick the door, it's like you can't quite tell where it is until they start shooting you. And my God, if you never played the classic Modern Warfare Modern Warfare 2, the flinch when you get shot in those games, what you send your aim to the sky. And so mm -hmm. imagine that someone, one person shooting you and then multiply that by the dozens that would shoot you uh, in that mission. And then that section takes, let's say seven hours, and then you're mm -hmm. done and you're like, okay, oh God, I can't believe it. I managed to trick the game into checkpointing me two meters after another disaster. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, I'm reloading. You know, you're doing the walking and talking with the boys, doing a little bit of thing. Like you drop your guard and you think, oh, okay, this is like the standard Call of Duty pace mission. We're going to have, a, we're about to have some action with some spectacle a little bit down the road. And you're going down this proverbial and literal road and you hear some dogs, but throughout the, that mission, these dogs have been behind fences. And so the game is like, ah, ah. But <laughs> in that little section, the dogs are actually freed from their chains and they're running at you just down that hill. And if you do not shoot them, so if you're at all shocked or like hesitant about like shooting a dog or thinking, oh, is this going to be like a scripted thing? Yeah. They grab you and you have like maybe a frame to head a QTE and kill them. Otherwise, you're done. It's, it's over. Yeah. And you'd have to repeat that checkpoint several times and watch where the dogs come from. There are a couple places that they could come from. And it's the most like game, like relax. What's going on? <laughs> I, I, I was just playing Call of Duty. I didn't, I didn't, what's going on? What's happening? Yeah, and and so my pick for that is is that favela mission. It is a nightmare uh, on PC, even with better aim and better control. Yeah, uh, it is a nightmare in the remaster because it didn't change any of the mechanics. And yeah. I cannot, for the life of me, imagine some eighteen-year-old kid playing with like an Xbox three hundred and sixty controller, who yeah. like five forty p, and you can't even tell what's what is a pixel and what's to do with a rocket launcher and what's to do with a sniper rifle and all the colorful 
stuff oh my god dogs as well of course they're like a much smaller target than usual as well so it's like everything about that moment is just designed to like you it's designed that you you basically have to die a couple of times at least yes yeah. yes uh i mean i'm sure someone did it like speedrun it or whatever without any yeah, yeah, deaths yeah. but like it's just like cold it's e just like, like it's yeah. like takes a turn on that mission it's like now you must taste death um yeah Counter, uh, counterpoint to yes this. <laughs> um Right, that really isn't that hard, is it? Compared yeah. to lots of games, I've that got I've got two problems with this. Also, really. there's a much harder bit. I think. Did you play World at War? Uh, yes, I played World at War, and I know the the grenade spam World at War. That is the worst. If you're going to pick a cool <laughs> exactly that level, but I think okay. That. I, I I thought about that, but I think that game is super difficult already, and the grenade spam was yeah. a problem across all Call of Duties of that era. It's specifically yeah. my issue is like Call of Duty was like, oh, we're, we're leaving behind all the shit we're doing spectacle. Every mission is a cool, weird thing that we're doing, and then that mission is like, you actually need to aim and you need to shoot better and go 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 go. That's my that's why I think that it's an un uh, unearned spike. But like all the Call of Duty games, like oh yeah, they were broken with like infinite grenades and enemies spawning <laughs> until you clear a checkpoint. Like, I, th but that was the deal. Like that was those were those games. Whereas this yeah. one was like, what's happening? Also, I would I would um, point out that like the the best game element of the equation is what well, modern warfare is like. That's that's the best Call of Duty campaign. Modern Warfare Two campaign surely. is like just like at least top two, at least. World at War is crap, isn't it? Well. It's all right. <laughs> it has that challenging element to it. Good I mean, Call of tech. Duty 4 is great too, and the original mm. Black Ops is also good with the uh, where it was just Fight Club. It was just Fight Club, but Call of Duty. I quite oh, like right. The numbers? Oh. Yeah. The numbers, Mason, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree with you a little bit, Sharif. However, the, that favela mission isn't even the hardest part of the game that takes place in that map, is it? Because there's no, the, the Spec Ops mission with the two juggernauts, which is by far the hardest part of that game. I don't actually remember that Spec Ops mission. I'm more uh, uh, interested in... It's so in... hard. So, exactly. The, so you said that you it's, can't it's imagine... It's not in a... the main campaign, though, is it? It's, you, can't, you can't really call it a spike. <sighs> well, it's also, I don't think it's game. fair to... Well, sure, but it's, 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 it's Spec Ops missions are like challenging, like score, beat the score thing. So exactly. it's kind of yeah, understandable we're talking about, we're for talking them about to the be, best game with the biggest difficulty you know. spike. So the biggest difficulty spike mm. in that game, I would think, is the, is the Spec Ops bit. And yeah. you're saying you, that you can't think of an 18-year-old 18 18 kid trying to play that with an Xbox 360 controller. It was... I was 15 or 16 at the time trying to play it with a, with a PS3 controller. I was that kid, Oh, Jesus Christ. And oh, my, I forgot. Uh, uh, I forgot. And my yeah, one of my friends was like a, an absolute Call of Duty guard, and he was going for the Platinum Trophy, and the only thing that he couldn't do, and we tried to do it so many times, was was that Juggernaut mission. And so I would argue that, yeah, you, you would I, have honestly, that, but, the only Spec Ops mission I remember is the... Well, I, was, I remember a couple, actually. I remember the one where you were providing air support to someone mm. on the ground. Uh, and the one where you were fighting people repelling uh, both sides of a bridge. Mm. Uh, I don't remember the Juggernaut one at all for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but I, again, I would contest that this is like the challenging uh, uh, part of the game, and it's understandable if it's 
it's a little bit challenging. Of yeah. course, the campaign is like, let's have fun and like look at all these cool tech thing that we're yeah, doing. Yeah. And we were like but shot it, in the face by and Once again, a spike implies that up until that point, it's been smooth sailing, not fucking, no, I chose to be challenged. James breezed through the campaign. Suddenly, he was doing Spec Ops missions. Massive spike, right? Yeah. Let's, I just, let's I, not, right. I'm agreeing with James purely this because is, it makes Sharif's point weak. You're, I don't you're, you're this agreeing with James ads. because you know you've got more chance of beating James than you have beating Sharif. I don't think James uh, sailed through the favela mission. I don't think yeah, anyone, I anyone I don't remember can. it being hard. Yeah. Uh, he saw dogs, bang, bang. Uh, I'd also say that <laughs> when we're talking about like really, really hard games, yeah, you mentioned it yourself, Sharif, that Call of Duty is quite generous with the checkpoints, right? Yeah, yeah. but he's playing How many on times hard, are you going to die? Like three or four times in you three minutes? <laughs> so that's what part of what, what, what it makes it uh, uh, super difficult is that the, the checkpoint structure in that thing still requires you to cut through significantly longer sort of traps that they have laid around, like the people shooting outside the door and all these things that it makes it still, like it slows you down significantly. Yes, checkpoints are generous, yeah. but because of the just the sheer number of angles you have to cover and sheer number of enemies... Like I was just shooting through just anything that moves. That I was like preemptively just shooting through windows and and and. Uh, and by the way, they tried to recreate some part of that in the new Modern Warfare too, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but they were sensible in that they were like, okay, we're gonna have a couple of traps here and there, but we're not gonna have the bullshit of like because they were like yeah. even, even now they were like let's. It, come on. it was full of people who remember playing it as an eighteen-year-old yeah. with Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty <laughs> controller. Like, okay, let's, let's not be crazy. Got PTSD about this. All right, okay, because uh, because I can see Tom losing the will to live. Shall we move <laughs> on to uh, uh, Tom? You have to go last again, Why? James. Why? Uh, well, because it's better, isn't it? Um, James, what have you got for us? So, but before I tell you what my choice is, I've got a question for you, Jim. All right. Have you ever been so angry at a game that you bit your own hand? <laughs> It's no. a very weird. No, I can't say that. James has him. It's the story of when he bit his hand. <laughs> Have you ever, Jim? Yeah. Been so frustrated with a game mm-hmm. that your palms were so sweaty that you had to don a pair of women's weightlifting gloves just to get through. That can't also, no. that, that's never happened. Did they look like this, Jim? I have the actual <laughs> gloves in my hands. This is a visual medium now. So I can bring props. <laughs> Have you ever had to don these gloves because the game was so hard, Jim? No. <laughs> no. No. Well, I have, right. as you might have guessed, yeah. for a little game called Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Oh, uh, that, that's not even. I love no. that Sharif's going through this. Well, I'm not going to do FromSoft for this because that's cheating. And, oh, my and God. Sekiro is hard. Oh, great. So, right. yeah, so, so all from us, all from software games have this kind of reputation of being like extremely difficult games, right? However, I'd mm-hmm. say that Sekiro is by far the most kind of mechanically extreme, particularly in a Twitch sense. Yeah. Um, the, you have people that say Elden Ring's kind of easy compared to the, even the older Dark Souls games, right? That you, you have so many kind of assists and, and summon characters and overpowered mm. builds and all that sort of stuff. But Sekiro yep. is very much, you have, you have your katana, you have as much strength as you can muster in your stupid little hands, and 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 that's it. And yeah, it is very true to say that the 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 difficulty level throughout Sekiro is is quite high, mm-hmm. but there is just nothing, nothing that compares to the bane of my life, my existence, than 
the great Shinobi Owl, a man that I hate more than more Which than fight, any. Though? The one in the castle or the one in the, in the dream? The the castle one is the one is the is that particular is that particular okay. one. I have think you, the, the other one is easier because it has it's a it's a less restrictive uh, mm. uh, arena and all of that sort of stuff. And obviously, there are a lot of great there are like legendary brick walls in Sekiro. There's the there's the chained ogre. There's the uh, uh, there's Genichirishina as well, and then there's the the guardian ape. But the the mechanical complexity, the reaction times, the windows, all of that sort of stuff was just dialed up to such an extreme degree with the the great shinobi owl that i think it's testament to how difficult that fight is that for the rest of the game there was some difficult stuff but that was just on a different planet it went it went to mars with that fight man (laughs) and i come on then come on uh, Uh, i I have to say the final boss of sekiro is the the most difficult boss Uh, no it isn't because it's uh, really easy to cheese it's really easy to cheese you can just run around him in a circle and hit him once run around in a circle hit him once that's a different conversation then (laughs) no you can't cheese the great shinobi owl you cannot cheese this man i've tried i mean i tried and i failed a billion times you could just uh, cheat on pc you could just pump up your health points or like make your bet it's the same thing that's not that's in the same using a trainer mod isn't the same as fucking cheesing a boss come on okay all right sure but I, i also i don't think like i think that argument only works if you're comparing the plethora of from software games and you're saying like oh they were this difficult and then Sekiro was like a big peak and then they went down again no for, i'm for saying it's very specifically within Sekiro, you have mm. like uh, there's always some kind <laughs> of there's always some kind of qualifier that with the with the chained ogre you can sneak up on him if you if you if you if you you're struggling and you can take one of his health bars with the Genichiro, the second phase of it is a gimmick fight because you can just jump in the yeah. air and you shoot back the lightning. With all of these things, there is none of that with the great Shinobi Owl. And days of my life were spent and hours were shaved off of it from the palpitations, from the the, the just the aneurysms, everything. It was <laughs> terrible. Is it aneurysms? actually an owl? To be clear, is it actually an owl? No, he's a big dude. Uh, he's like, he a, he's like a, a big, nin- big ninja dude. Because I know you fight. Has he got big eyebrows? Creatures, right? Well, he's not actually. He's got large hair. I don't know if he's got big eyebrows. He does, and also he has an actual owl that he summons in in the most in the actually difficult uh, uh, shinobi owl fight, which you go back and fight him Uh, in his younger days as a superior thing, which in my opinion is a significantly more difficult fight. But my thing is still the same. Like I can name you like three or four bosses that were still as difficult that didn't offer you chances for. Uh, I, mean, I think the, the downfall of both of these choices, yeah. Sharif and James, is that they've both argued for other points in that game that are hard. Disagree. It's right? just not true. So both of those, there's just not a clear enough no, point. In this is this is a disgrace. There there is so much that's harder in in, in in Modern Warfare 2 than that bit. Oh man. What is name it? <laughs> the stack ups bit. That's not a part of the game. <laughs> At the very start of this episode, James, well, I, I think, explained what a difficulty spike is. This is not a spike. This is a sudden, I don't know, a rise in temperature in an already very hot. Sounds like a spike. <laughs> I was gonna say it a was. Sudden... It is. It genuinely is. The I should have get into. But you're not, gonna, you're not getting into Sekiro. Listen, Sekiro, you play that game, you get out of the thing, and then you take a left turn and you fight your first mini boss. This is the game telling you. This is what you're in for. And you do all that. Is you get the... to Shinobi, and then you fight, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ginichiro. And then you're like, 
oh, this game is difficult now. No, this game is not. This game has been difficult for like six hours. You've fought the ogre. You fought all this. You can't come here now and be like, oh, this game is now. Oh my, I can't believe this. This was just a difficult but, boss for you, which is fine. Like I'm not right, taking that. Right. Right. Just, just like, just right. like you said, I want to just speak to to how good Sekiro is. <laughs> because I think that's another area that I have to fight, right? That in the kind of pantheon of Souls games, that even though it is the kind of most mechanically extreme, Sekiro is like one of the best, in my opinion, because it's mm-hmm. still, even though it's like has a, a a greater emphasis on on mobility, agility, platforming, all of that sort of stuff, it still has the it still has the naughtiness that's so pervasive through all sorts of all of the different from software games. That you there's so many different shortcuts, and the lore is so. Yeah massive and the world is so rich that it, it sometimes gets lost in the conversation about difficulty just how how, how kind of be- beautiful and grandiose these games are and, it's one of the best uh, games. and secular absolutely. specifically mm-hmm. absolutely yeah it's uh, i mean i was gonna i was gonna ask like sharif where where, where would you rank sekiro uh, uh well if i were it would probably be in the top three i i love sekiro it's the uh, top I, three from soft game uh, yeah I mean, it'd probably be bloodborne like, sekiro and then yeah. maybe uh elden ring I mean, I think like a lot of like proper like uh, uh, from soft heads, like people like Tamar Hussein, would definitely put Sekiro in the in the top five at least. I but, ad- I yeah. adore that game, yeah, so, absolutely. But yeah, yeah. I, I I don't agree with James's uh, reasoning for it, but it's a tremendous <laughs> game. <laughs> okay, all right, okay, because that argument, I think. Uh, I was looking over at Tom, and Tom looked like he was being Not forced to listen to a conversation in Klingon. So <laughs> I thought uh, maybe we were Alex Donaldson levels of uh, <laughs> Alex Donaldson's. Uh, Alex Donaldson has been given a, a break from the podcast for a bit just to give other people a chance to get some points. Um, all right, okay, Tom, what have you got for us? So I was thinking about this for a while, and. The thing that bothers me about games often is when it completely changes, right? So you're doing something and it throws something that's not like the rest of the game. Yeah. And you have to learn a new mechanic or something and it's a pain in the ass to, to get to understand what you're doing. So you're like completely it's a completely foreign idea to what you were doing before. One of the things that came to me was like lift levels in lifts or elevators. And they're often a right drag because you literally just it's like wave after wave after wave. And I remember one in God of War Ascension, which was a right pain. Like I remember playing that and liking that game a lot. Mm. But then there was a bit where you're on some kind of elevator and it just went on forever. And I really put me off that game for a long time. I didn't finish it for months. I just gave up and came back to it and did it in the end. But that wasn't what I picked. What I actually went with was uh, Football Manager, right? Because... <laughs> i'll explain why i'll explain why right so imagine and you're playing football manager as let's say tottenham right and you're playing you've been playing for years in your little world playing as tottenham and then you have a downturn in form the board still supports you whatever but then actually you're fired yeah a couple of weeks later and then you football manager when you're fired it's weird because you're still playing time's going by but you're just doing nothing right you just got no job you're just sitting there watching results come in, uh, doing nothing. And then you think, oh, I'll just wait for a job offer to come in. You might apply for some jobs. And then nothing happens. Escapism. And then, yeah. Um, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I've got to get a job because I don't want to really, like I've invested in this world to a degree. I could start again, but let's just stick with it and see if I get a job offer from somewhere. Nothing happens, nothing happens. And then you get like a job offering from the Dutch League or something. And you're like... <laughs> 
right yeah let's give it a go let's get why not let's give it a go see how it goes and you're like ah i don't have a clue about anything to do with the dutch league i know a couple of the team names Mm -hmm. i don't know any of the any of the players i don't know anything about the dutch league really and then you're like when in football manager you can do a lot of research in terms of looking at pure numbers but a lot of the initial kind of thrust in terms of how you build your team is about players you know you try and sign some kids you know are good some players you know other teams that are good you go to the dutch league you have no clue and it's all about research and looking at the stats and that makes the game so much harder because you have no clue about the world you're playing in anymore and i think that is a proper difficulty spike Mm. because you've had it easy i've been playing with spurs for like six years at this point i know the team inside out i know the league inside out i've got my whole structure set up all the like the coaching staff everything done the team set up perfectly i've got my Mm -hmm. formations got my training you go somewhere else completely different league new squad new coaching staff Mm -hmm. the scouts are all different everything has to be redone and suddenly the game becomes a lot harder and you end up stopping and starting again after about two seasons yeah so there you, Plus go. you have to learn Dutch. Football manager yeah that, i mean if you really want to go for it but yeah <laughs> what what, I mean, what I team that, are you in this in this in this hypothetical scenario I was, uh, you... no it's a real thing i was tw- i want to say 20 how do you put is it yeah 20, 20 obviously yeah won won the league under steve mclaren in about 2012 so is it really <clears> that hard if the, he can they, do it they weren't they weren't in the uh the, that division when how, I took what, why do you have like instant recall of facts about the dutch league i know yeah, it, it, this is but I, I was thinking this with the when tom tried to put do zidane for the 90s hero uh, yeah. that i was just like it's such a good thing that I wasn't on that podcast because I would have been like, oh, actually, uh, Matarazzi and Zidane's rivalry goes back to the 90s when he was at Juventus and per- Matarazzi's Perugia team stopped them from yeah. winning Serie A. Because like, I, I remember, I if I recall that. that episode, people were like, oh, yeah, I can't remember who it was that he had butted. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, like, I can tell you the whole story a... if you want it on a, on this podcast that was about a different podcast, but it's not yeah. what it is. We don't, we don't want that yeah. at all. We just want Jim to consider that I've given an actual very valid answer to a question. No one can argue with this. I could just... What's the argument yeah. against I could just this? do the, the same thing in this? FIFA or Ultimate Team at the end of a season. Why don't you pick it? Why don't you pick FIFA <laughs> Ultimate Team? You didn't, did you? I'm just saying, <laughs> it's the same thing of like, you're starting out with an underpowered team because you're unfamiliar with the players and they have to look at raw numbers until you build them up to something that you're more familiar with and then you beat them. Like that's every Ultimate Team start for every year. Like that's this not unique to football manager. That, this, is, this is different in that you it's a lot easier to to kind of in most leagues most players are from the league the 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 country they're in right yeah ultimate team is a bit of a fantasy thing like just let's pluck players from anywhere (laughs) and there's no actual sense of like making someone join you yeah you just go and grab them right you don't there's no actual like making them think this is a good yeah there's just paying money and getting lucky in packs Football manager is all about building up. Like you've got to convince the people to join you. And when you don't know many of these players, that's quite hard. Even going after the right ones is tricky. Whereas you know who the up and coming stars are if in the English league, for example. Yeah. You don't know when you've gone off to play in another country. It's just a lot harder. Yeah. If you're getting cards cards of players you're not familiar with and you have to look at their numbers to get through the early stages so that you can have enough money to get the players that you want, that's a similar thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And okay. the Dutch League's easy. I need to pick something now, so we're going to play the pick something jingle. 
If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Right. I need to put uh, my gloves again, on for this. I once again. Strap myself in. <laughs> why are there women's gloves and not men's gloves? Because I have the, the hose that I, that I left with. I don't know why there are women's. Like, why does it matter? Who knows? Like, why is it, why is it, like, why is it a detail in the story? I feel like it's. James, have we gone quiet for you again? No. Okay. Uh, I just you, put my gloves on. Were you just ignoring Sheree? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know what he said. <laughs> what did he say? I was saying, why are they women's gloves? Like, because I have they belong to my wife. Got it. Okay. They're right. their, they're their I, didn't, I, I just didn't understand the emphasis. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, they could just be for a small yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. James, James, point, James right? didn't go into Argos and went, I want your okay. finest women's <laughs> weight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Like, like what? Was like, oh, anyway. um, all right. Okay. So I have to, uh, oh, oh, right. I have to pick something. And uh, Only um, one person has had a game that can't be challenged. I am, I am all. Can <laughs> <laughs> say that again? I am always like whenever whenever it's Sharif, I'm always like, is this when the is this when the streak breaks? Is it? Uh and I'm happy to say no it isn't because I'm gonna give it to Sharif again because right, because his is the only one that I would consider a genuine difficulty spike. And you can't you cannot argue with the quality of Modern Warfare 2. So uh so Sharif has won that again. So the the the, the, the streak James James is uh, he unbroken. literally said why it wasn't the only difficulty spike in the game. It's, it's, it's not even the hardest part. It's not, it's not, it's you're not, getting into spec ops. He was so angry, he raised his gloved hand. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the only difficulty spike. Nobody said only difficulty spike. You said worst. worst. You said yeah. worst. It's not I, the worst one. Yeah. I got, could just as well tell you, like, leveling up a thing in, in, in multiplayer or, like, getting a broken, like, against Nuketube, one man army was the most difficult thing. That's multiplayer. You're getting into a less predictable, less curated. Choice. No, I'm just saying, like, it's the less predictable, rescuated part of the it's game. It's a better choice. My the, choice is, is, a better choice, is emergent gameplay. My choice is an emergent gameplay moment, not bad game design as well. It's actually just a part of, like, life yeah, but and changing your, but your, the like, your situation. But that you identified is, like, possibly not, not relevant to, to most... Like, it's like, also not people, to yeah, manager. When people talk about difficulty spike... The, the the most commonly understood definition of that is there's a campaign and one bit of it is really really hard. I, I didn't realise, Jim, it was the most pit, the most obvious thing. To game show. I thought it was like trying to be interesting. How, like, and how long were you feasibly stuck on level five of Call of Duty? Like, you, you I died like that, three times. No, I, I died a lot more than that, James. That it's was not worth yeah. it. I had trouble to the point that I remember seasons. it like twice now. Two seasons. Yeah, Sharif's never even raised his voice against the dog. So it was actually really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> All right, okay. Look, uh, uh, that's the end of uh, of this this podcast. This is how Connor feels. <laughs> <laughs> Connor would be like seven minutes deep into a rant now about how he he researched it and uh, and he's had no. it installed on his phone and the police have been round and but he's so dedicated to the cause of winning. He, he, after he said yeah. that as well, he picked a, an a, was it a, a Disney game. 
that he'd said, oh, you've never picked it, you've never picked it. Like two weeks ago, he picked a Disney game that wasn't out when he was even born. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I'm absolutely certain Connor has tried to to pitch stuff that he hasn't actually played, even though he... (laughs) Like claims he hasn't. Um, I'm absolutely certain you've tried to pitch a game that you've never played as well, Tom. Now that we're on no, the subject of last week's controversies, don't just accuse me. Where's the? Evidence? I don't. I mean, look, I don't know. I'm not an evidence kind of guy. <laughs> I've played every game ever made. Honestly. I have played every game that I have nominated for. Yeah. You can quote me on that. Yeah, it's because you only ever nominate fucking from soft games in college. That's not true. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) It is possible to play a game uh, that was made before you were born or and 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 one outside of your you know, I'm not out here playing SimCity or 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 City Builders or RPGs, and yet I nominated Spore as one of them because I played it as a kid and I was like, this is worth including in this episode. And that episode, I guess. A legendarily bad game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> right i've started checking emails so can we wrap it okay, up okay so uh, the <laughs> right the best game with the worst difficulty spike is call of duty modern warfare 2 and i think a lot of people will agree i think the tom was robbed mob will be up in arms about this one interestingly there is no james was mobbed robbed mob um it's not a thing maybe it'll, it maybe it Maybe, it'll th- maybe it will be a thing after this episode. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Um, please do uh, leave a five-star review for us on your podcast podcast platform of choice or leave us a YouTube comment. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, all that nice stuff that helps the algorithm uh, show people our faces. Tell us um, if, you, if, you, if the way you imagined we looked is the way we look. Does that make sense? Like, that's if you because you can if you listen to someone on, on audio for a while, you sort of yeah, yeah. draw this mental vision of them. And if you see them, so was this shocking for any of us, or this was in line with what you thought? I mean, I think I think for the most part, people watching it on video had probably seen other videos that we were in. Oh, I guess that's fair. But, yeah, but uh, but I do. Yeah, that is a point. Actually, there must be people who have only listened to the podcast uh, and then gone and sought us out. Um, I wonder if we looked anything like you imagined. Um, mm. Okay, right. So uh, we better leave it there. James is absolutely raging, and we've got to record the week after as next as well. So he's still going to be raging going into that one. Uh, so thanks very much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.